Hi, welcome back to Daily Manna. This is Alan, and today we'll be covering 1 Thessalonians chapter 3. When reading this book, it's helpful to know that the Thessalonians whom Paul were writing to were young believers who have been saved for maybe a year or so. We know from the previous chapter, Paul cared very much for these believers, and he did so as a nursing mother would care for her own children. In chapter 3, Paul's desire was that these new believers would be encouraged and established to have a holy life for the church life. In the previous chapters, Paul presents such a life and living and even speaks about how to foster such a life and living. However, Paul cared for the believers so much that he wanted them not only to foster such a life, but to be established to have such a life. And there are three things that Paul mentions in this chapter that need to be established for these ones to live such a life. The believers need to be established in faith, love, and hope. And I wanted to use this podcast to spend most of the time just talking about the first thing, which is faith. In verse 2, Paul says, And we sent Timothy our brother and God's fellow worker in the gospel of Christ, to establish and encourage you for the sake of your faith. And in verse 5, he mentions that Timothy was sent to find out concerning the believer's faith. Now, what is faith? Maybe you're thinking faith is our believing ability, which is absolutely right. This is often referred to as someone's subjective faith or their ability to believe. However, there's also another kind of faith in the Bible, and that is the objective faith. It's what we believe or the contents of what we believe. And I appreciate that today, the objective faith is really everything that's revealed in the Bible. If you go to our website, there's a little subheading at the top that says Our Faith. And if you click that link, you'll see that what we believe is that the Bible is the Word of God, that God is triune, or He's three and yet one, that Jesus Christ died for our sins, that we could be redeemed and have our sins forgiven. There's a matter of regeneration. Well, the eight points that are listed there are often referred to as the common faith, which are common to all believers. And these things aren't just made up points that we believe, but they're points revealed in the Bible. And these points are not just the only things that we believe. Actually, as I mentioned before, we believe the whole Bible, all the contents of the Bible, all the things that reveal Christ, the church, God's purpose, are part of the objective faith. So coming back to the Thessalonians, did Paul want to establish the believer's objective faith or subjective faith? What was Paul so concerned about? Well, it was both. It was both the objective and subjective faith. Paul was concerned that afflictions would cause the believers to lose the view of the objective faith and also to lose the subjective ability to believe in those things. He was concerned about both aspects of the faith. And it's the same with us today. If we want to be established to live a holy life for the church life, we need to take care of both aspects of faith.
Regarding the objective faith, one awesome practical help is to read the Bible. We need to read the Bible every day. How can we know what to believe unless we read the Bible and know what's in the Bible? For example, in Hebrews 4:15 and 16, we see that the Lord Jesus is a high priest who is touched with the feeling of our weaknesses and we can come forward to him. He was one who has been tempted in all respects like us, yet was found without sin. If we never read our Bible, we may have never known that the Lord Jesus is our high priest. And if you keep reading the book of Hebrews, you'll see that the Lord Jesus was a priest according to the order of Melchizedek. Well, you may be thinking, what's the significance of the Lord as the high priest? according to the order of Melchizedek. And if you never read the Old Testament, maybe you would never know who Melchizedek was. In Genesis chapter 14, verse 18, we can see that Melchizedek was a king of Salem who brought bread and wine to Abraham after a long battle with his enemies. Today, do you feel like you're in a battle? Well, the Lord Jesus is our high priest according to the order of Melchizedek. And what does he do? He brings bread and wine to minister and feed us. This signifies Christ ministering himself as the real bread and real wine to be our life supply so that we would be saved to the uttermost. What an awesome revelation of Christ. This is part of the objective faith that we believe. Christ is our high priest. When we receive a word concerning objective faith, spontaneously subjective faith is produced in us. Brothers and sisters, the more we read the Bible, the more we receive a word concerning the objective faith. And guess what? More subjective faith is produced in us. I wanted to read one more verse in Hebrews about Christ being the high priest. Hebrews 7.25 says, Hence, He is able to save to the uttermost those who come forward to God through him, since he always lives to intercede for them. When you read that verse, when you enjoy that, and see that Christ is living always to intercede or to pray for you, aren't you filled with just believing? You can't help but believe. So the more we hear of the objective faith, subjective faith just rises up within us. We are filled with believing the objective faith. This was Paul's concern for these young believers. He was concerned about their objective faith and subjective faith. Today, if we take care of our faith, we will be established to live a holy life for the church life. Lastly, to all those listening, I live if you stand firm in the Lord, and you all live if I stand firm in the Lord. May we all continue to care for the objective faith and our subjective faith by reading the Bible. Thanks for tuning in, and see you next time.